0: Hey legends, welcome along to Scheme Me Up Body, I'm your host Rodney Stewart and we're getting into Star Trek the original series once more with a little chat about season 1 episode 14 called Balance of Terror. This is a fantastic episode that I uh, can't pass it up any time this episode happens to be on TV. I'll check it out, I never get fed up with these sorts of episodes, it's just a... Uh, um, it's, it's a great meeting of two minds, essentially, in this episode, between Captain Kirk and the, the Romulan commander, uh, played by Mark Leonard, who is most famously known as playing Sarek, Spock's father, in the original series, as well as the animated series, and uh, a couple of the movies. He was in as well, along with a small handful of episodes in The Next Generation. So, uh, a guy that went on to be a popular face in Star Trek. But in this episode, he plays a Romulan commander that Kirk goes up against. And a lot like the Wrath of Khan, these two enemies are never technically on screen at the one time. They're always on a different ship. They're never actually properly face to face unless it's over the uh view screen of the the Enterprise. And that only happens at the end of this episode. But a fantastic, fantastic episode. Um at the beginning the Enterprise is investigating a loss of communication with a a line of outposts near the Romulan neutral zone. And it was formed under the the terms of the peace treaty that ended the Romulan War about a century earlier. Uh, Because there were no visual communications at the time, the humans and the Romulans don't actually know what each other looks like. Any of the, the fights were in early ships with crude nuclear weapons but uh they never managed to actually see each other face to face throughout the, the whole war but now that there's uh, a fragile peace between the romulan empire and the federation there is this neutral zone in space where neither one of the factions is allowed to cross over but uh something's happening with these outposts and the enterprises dispatched to go check out what's happening um At the beginning of the episode, also, Kirk uh, officiates at a wedding of uh, Lieutenant Tomlinson and uh, Ensign Martin. Uh, Just as they're about to get underway with the the wedding ceremony, Outpost 4 comes under attack and Enterprise goes to high Alert. Um, They head off. Uh, Obviously, they the wedding ceremony doesn't happen depending on your point of view that could be a good thing or a bad thing but <laughs> uh, I don't even want to go down that path with these podcasts but anyway Outpost 4 Enterprise comes to the aid. contacts the base commander a guy called Hanson who advises that he's the only survivor of an attack by an, own, um, uh, by an unknown enemy uh, as they're speaking across the view screen Uh the enemy ship reappears, fires and disappears, the the shot destroys the outpost kills Hansen. Uh the ship's sensors locate the attacking ship which remains invisible. This episode uh, it introduces not just the the Romulans but uh it also introduces the the concept of the, the cloaking device. And uh yes, this ship is uh Equipped with the the in uh, the, the vase. Kirk surmises that the attacker, uh, obviously, is a, is a, um, I, I tend to jump ahead. In my notes, I'll start talking about something and realize that I haven't put that down in the notes to later on. But it is what it is. Um, a coded message from the intruder provides a new view... Through one of its internal cameras, uh, and this this has happened because uh, one of the, the Romulan officers was trying to send a message back to Romulus to update the, their high command and what's going on. But it gives the Enterprise a chance to actually see inside the the ship of the Romulans, uh, which reveals their appearance their appearances like Vulcans. Uh, Lieutenant Styles, the navigator. ...of the Enterprise, son of a service family that lost several members in the Earth for Romulan War... ...begins to question the loyalty of the Enterprise's first officer, Spock. And this is one of these genius episodes of Star Trek... ...where you know that the people with new Star Trek have complained that it's almost too political at times... ...but, you know, you just have to look at Star Trek... The classic shows Next Generation All that sort of stuff They Always had the A genius way Of Working in A lot of the uh, You know Political Sort of things in there And this one here Deals with uh, Racism Very swiftly In the episode And uh, It's with this guy Uh, He's Kind of turning on Spock slightly, and uh, he's giving him the evil A on on the bridge, and Kirk realizes this, and uh, you know actually says to him like, "Just leave any of your well racist ways." in your quarters there's no place for them on the bridge so uh makes that clear distinction very quick in the episode on a few lines so you know they always did throw in a bit of that stuff throughout the classic stuff as well love it Um, during the discussion of the Romulan ship's capabilities style suggests that the Enterprise attack before it can reach the neutral zone Spock agrees with him and he reasons that if the Romulans are in fact an offshoot of the Vulcan species and have retained their uh, philosophy of uh, the Vulcan's ancient past they would take advantage of any perceived weakness. There's a cat-mouse game throughout the majority of the episode. The Enterprise is faster, more maneuverable than the, the Romulan ship, uh, but the ship has a cloaking device and uh, it has this really destructive plasma. Torpedoes that it's taking out these outposts with like it's just uh, obliterating like full of asteroids within a couple of shots. Uh, even though the Enterprise is quicker, more maneuverable, you know, it's it's highly outgunned in this episode as well. The the range of these torpedoes is limited. Uh, Fire one requires so much power that the ship must decloak first. So that's something that they kept for the vast majority. Of Star Trek. Any of the ships that were able to cloak, always had to uncloak before they could fire. Um, after several attacks, the Romulans are almost beaten. Uh, they plant a nuclear weapon and some debris that they've chucked out of the ship to try and trick the Enterprise into thinking that they've been destroyed. Um, you know, the vast majority of this episode is the, the slow chase between the two. Enterprise isn't catching up with them, but it's matching their speed and uh, their manoeuvres. So Kirk is trying to trick the commander and the crew of the Romulan ship into thinking that it's actually a sensor echo and not the Enterprise uh, because of the power drain in their cloaking device. Whenever the the Romulans cloak, it almost masks the Enterprise's presence as well. Even though it doesn't have a cloak, it's not showing up in the sensors properly because of the power drain. On the Romulan ship So it's, it's a very Very interesting episode And it delves into the You know, almost like those Old war movies Where, you know, the submarine Commanders are going head to head with each other And then they be running silent uh and bolting up a bit of the tension That way We do get that in this episode as well Very, very well done Um Kirk orders a point blank Phaser shot That detonates uh, the device the, the as I say the, the Romians trying to trick Enterprise into thinking they've been destroyed they've tried this trick twice this is the second time they jettison some debris but uh, Spock is you know well ahead of the game here and he's like you know it's, it's part of a ship's hull you know lists a whole range of stuff that it is but they he says there's not enough there to you know there's not enough mass. You know, it's at ship parts but it's not there's not enough there to be an actual full ship. So they know the Romans are trying to throw them off the scent. Uh the first time they do it they actually throw one of their dead out along with it. And the second time they have this nuclear device in there as well. Enterprise realizes at the last second and Kirk orders the the phasers, the fire to destroy it, but they're they're very very close. Enterprise gets not disabled but uh gets damaged and uh, uh a lot of casualties on board. So uh yes uh a lot of the phaser crew are incapacitated requiring that styles fill in as first uh job on a starship was phaser control so he heads down to help out Kirk orders operations to work at minimal power to exaggerate the apparent damage and lure the Romians in for a kill shot at this, at this stage they're they're still on the Federation side of the, the neutral zone they haven't got through yet but uh Kirk decides to send a message to Starfleet saying, you know, it's my judgment, we're gonna have to follow these guys in so it's it's one of these situations where the Romans have come out crossed the neutral zone, act of war, attacked the Federation, destroyed a lot of outposts and whatnot, but uh, if Enterprise follows them into the neutral zone then it's it's officially, you know, declaring war. And the uh, last thing that they want to do. So, uh, yes, um, they turn down all the, the ship's operations to try and make it look like the Enterprise is damaged worse than it actually is and lure the Romulans back to get a kill shot on them. Although uh, ro- lo- the, the commander of the Romulan ship suspects Kirk's trap, uh... A member of the command crew pressures him into attacking. When the Romulan ship cloaks to launch a torpedo, Kirk tries to spring his trap, but uh, a coolant leak in the phaser control room incapacitates Stiles and Tomlinson. And uh, there was another bit of a racist attack on Spock from. Uh, Styles in the phaser room Spock was down to check out that everything was going well that they were sorted out ready to go and uh, Styles is like we can do this without you and pretty much just cold shoulders and he gets out of the, the phaser control room but the current leak happens and Spock hears through the ship's intercoms that uh, Kirk is calling for the phasers to be fired nothing's happening he's, he's screaming over the the calm, you know, what's going on, hurry up, fire phasers, fire phasers. So Spock runs back in. Uh Styles is unconscious in the ground and Spock fires the phasers. Um des- not destroying the Roman ship but crippling it. It's uh it's on its last legs at this point. And um, Spock rescues Styles. Uh drag Styles and Tomlinson out. Um Kirk heals the, the Romulan ship and at the last communications uh directly at his opponent offering to beam him aboard the survivors as the Federation does. It's like, you know what, you're you're doomed, but we're gonna help you anyway, you know, beam over. But the Romulan commander tells Kirk that is that he regrets having met Kirk in combat like this and That they're one of a kind and in a different reality he could have called him a friend. He declines Kirk's offer to take his crew off the ship. Telling the captain that it's not the Romulan way. Uh, uh, They're creatures of duty. And there's only one duty left to perform. And it is to destroy the ship. And uh, not to let it fall into enemy hands essentially. Um, So he sets a self-destruct destroys the ship and uh at the end of the episode we get styles in bay coming round spot uh kirk comes in and checks out everybody's okay you know spock how you doing and spock's like okay captain and styles has to uh you know his own words in a major way because after everything that he did on Spock throughout the episode Spock helped him despite him being a, a racist little idiot throughout the episode a couple of different times and he's really really thanking Spock for helping him but Spock's like you know just helped in Spock's way uh, not to get emotional about anything he's just like I saved an officer that the Enterprise needs, I've got no more feelings about it than that and uh McCoy falls Kirk in that the, the only fatality that the Enterprise suffered throughout the whole ordeal was Lieutenant Tomlinson, who was supposed to get married at the beginning of the episode, and that his is wife-to-be is in the the chapel. And uh, at the end of the episode, Kirk goes to offer comfort to Ensign Martin. He's like, you know. It never makes any sort of sense that this sort of thing happens. We need to believe that there's there's a reason for it. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful episode. And I do have to say, the biggest, best part of this episode was Mark Leonard as the Romulan commander. He is a very... Uh, how would you describe him? He's... He's one of these characters that has a heck of a lot of depth on him. He has a mission to complete, but he's uh, feeling the, the weight of time on his shoulders. And, you know, what are we going to do here? Are we going to, what sort of gift are we giving the Roman Empire? Like another war sort of a thing. And he's, at one point, he's, he's, he says to his centurion, uh I find myself hoping for destruction before we can return home. So he's a very, very well-rounded, deep character in the the episode, and you see a, a few times on there where he's he's not questioning what he needs to do, but he's you know really feeling the the weight and the impact of his uh, choices in the episode so uh wonderful wonderful episode as i say i can never pass this one up um what else can be said about it um let me see when well, i've looked up some stuff online about it here uh star trek compendium, compendium stated the episode was Essentially a science fiction ver version of the, the submarine film The eni- the Enemy Below. That's exactly what I said earlier on in this what it was like the the submarine movies. Uh yes. Um what else have we got here? Uh the soundtrack cue in the chapel played during the opening scene of the wedding ceremony is a, an instrumental medley from the nineteenth century English song long long ago by thomas haynes bailey and the the bridal course by richard wagner uh, the term photon torpedo was only invented in a later episode arena but the same effect was used in this one although still called phaser uh, on september 16th 2006 balance of terror became the first digitally re- digitally Remastered Star Trek episode Featuring enhanced and new visual effects Computer generated CGI spaceships In high definition format That's the, the version that you're going to get Now on pretty much any DVD release Or Netflix or if it's streaming anywhere Is the updated versions of Star Trek And there is a part in this episode Where the, the two ships uh, Fly through the, the tail of a comet Which is amazing looking Um... All the core Star Trek regular background players appear in this episode. Uh, Eddie Paskey, Lieutenant Lizzy and William Shatner stand and Frank Devancy. Uh William Blackburn. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, a lot of the st- uh, well, you know, a lot of the stand-ins for the actual main cast were on screen as well for. Parts of this this episode, so it's uh, there's a lot of stuff to check out on there. I didn't realize that sort of stuff. And you know, if you go back and look at the episode, and now you may ac- actually see the, uh, you know, like body doubles and whatnot. And you'll sort of see them on screen together with the the persons that they double. Normally, uh, this episode is frequently praised by critics and regularly appears in lists of the best episodes of Star Trek. I agree with that there as I say Can't pass this one up It's one of the best in the entire run of the series Um, Mm. Yes uh, I absolutely love it Fantastic episode And uh, again Mark Leonard is flipping phenomenal in this episode So I'm pretty damn sure that's why He was brought back To play Sarek And have that Giant career of Star Trek I think it's all down to the the strength of his depiction of this Romulan commander in this episode. Wonderful. Absolutely fantastic. If you haven't seen this episode, definitely go and check it out as soon as you can. Guys, that's going to do it tonight for this episode. I'm running a little bit late here. I want to get it uploaded for 9pm GMT. We're going to be trying to do this show... And I'm, I'm always kind of weirded out By actually saying it on the show That we're going to try and throw it up daily For a while now Because we're that far behind On a lot of the other shows that like we're doing Discovery And season 2 of Picard As well as the original series here And it's just like You know, I've fallen so far behind It is not even funny Anymore Anyway guys If you did enjoy this episode Please give it You know, rate and review it Share it along to your social media Help me get this show out there for more pop culture fans like you and me to check out and uh you know hopefully we get some guests on here to uh you know help me out so we'll see what happens it's early days yet but uh i'm loving it anyway guys stay safe and i'll talk to you in the next episode this has been a production of coins age media thank you so much for listening